Welcome back. Only one podcast, the only podcast doing a podcast like this. I promise you it's the only podcast with an audio immersive experience. Session three, episode three. Not every session is going to have a guest. Sometimes I got a message to get off. Nitty gritty starts now. Let's go. Set your city on fire. Illuminate, illuminate, illuminate and set your city on fire. You can be the number one supplier of info. Only you got potential, so illuminate, illuminate, illuminate and set your city on fire. Yeah, I'm from a city where the ghetto used to be suburban. Uh-huh. Until the niggas came, I mean quote unquote urban. It's disconcerting how they fled, put up that iron curtain. Most can't afford to leave for certain. It's a cold war. And now they shell each other, spray slay, kill each other for real. Black on black crime is so surreal. Uh I see it everywhere that I go. You a bunch of Uncle Ruckuses living with that revital I go. I'm from a city where the elephants outweigh the donkeys. My state stay red, so fuck a vote. But the old head say that they bled for that right. Talking all that shit like they fought the fight that let us live this life. But instead, I see some niggas that behave like monkeys. Gang banging over colors like political honkies. Either way, black or white, it was never about race. But that's because nowadays race is trumped by money. So I illuminate, illuminate. Illuminate and set your city on fire I feel like it's time. I feel like it's time to get down to the nitty gritty. I came here to talk about the things that I found important. Sometimes it's my problems. Sometimes it's the world problems. And sometimes it's just problems that I see from my perspective. As much as we take in every single day, whether it be through actual life, through my life, or through social media, or through experiences of a friend or a family or whatever, we rarely get to unpack. I also think we can gain a lot of inspiration from some amazing people. No, I'm not saying that I'm right about everything. I'm not saying I'm right about anything. It's simply my perspective. 
I'm a big believer in my experiences is why I see the world in the way I see it. It's my paradigm or my pair of glasses. So Yedix, I will ask you one thing. Steer me when you can. Yes, I will help when I see fit. So what are you feeling? And why nitty gritty now? And why do you feel inclined to talk about these things? So I have many passions and one of my passions is humans. To be specific, I love good humans. I have to be specific about that because, you know, the bad humans are, well, we'll talk about that in future sessions, I'm sure. I love humans. And through my love of humanity, I have a burning desire to help my people. I want to help my community. I believe subtle changes, you know, the right voice, the right message will cure a lot of things. And this is our third session. So I think it's time to push past the importance of emotion and start acknowledging other things, other things that's holding us back in society. What bothers you most about society? What bothers me most? Oh man, yeah, there's a lot of things that bother me about it. But I want to talk about my community. I want to talk about my people. Black love is a thing. You know, collectively, if we were all to just get on the same page and love and interact and collaborate with each other, bro, we could be so much further. But right now, we're in a survival mode. We're in a gimme, gimme, gimme mode. We're in a very toxic mode. We're in a very weird era. We're in a very different generation, to be honest. What do you think is different about this generation than previous generations? Uh, a lot. I feel like we progressed in some avenues. Then we took steps back in other avenues. Yet this generation is different from people to morals and principles to tradition to relationships, religion, family dynamics, culture, sports, competitive nature of athletes, lack of accountability of those in power, lack of accountability just in general, gender roles to genders sexual orientation, acceptance, social circles, to drugs, influences, social climate, technology, social media, responsibilities, success, dating, to just about everything, almost everything. You know, obviously there's some things that's still in play, but we'll get to those in future sessions. Every generation is going to differ from one another. Generations build on previous generations, and so forth. For every cause, there's an effect. So if there are things you dislike in society, typically there's a root culprit. Locating the culprit will help when you try to call for action. Yeah, I like that. I like that and I understand that. And again, there's going to be a lot of culprits for our people to be in the situations that we are in. But I want to highlight some of the things that we kind of do to ourselves. Well, I don't know if this is to ourselves or done for us, but we definitely play our hand in this. And I want to talk about music. Music? Yes, Yedix, music. What about music? So we all love music. People have a soundtrack to their lives. People have a playlist for literally every situation. Music is powerful. And if someone is feeling down, they can put on some tunes that'll bring them right back up. However, there are studies that show that music can impact our mood long-term, increasing depression or anxiety. Certain songs, certain lyrics, 
certain genres of music are more likely to intensify depression or anxiety. Hmm. So, what are you saying? I'm saying that we have to understand that this music is not good for us. And it's just like a diet. Not many people want to think of it as a diet, but it is a diet. You have a physical diet, you have a mental diet, you have a spiritual diet. Yes, this is all true. Yes, and Yedix, what happens if you eat McDonald's every single day? One might become obese, perhaps very unhealthy. Yes, you're going to be unhealthy as fuck. If you eat McDonald's every single day, if your diet consists of bad foods every single day, one, you're going to be unhealthy, you're going to be fat, you're going to have health problems, you're going to have problems in your life because of a bad diet that you're putting into your body. It's the same thing for the mental. What exactly makes music bad? I think we all know what type of music is bad, especially when we hear it. But I'll just say it like this. Everybody knows that inspired people inspire people, hurt people hurt people. I feel like in the music industry, in our community, in my community, it's a whole bunch of hurt trying to inspire. I'll say it again. It's a whole bunch of hurt individuals trying to inspire us through music. But again, hurt people, hurt people, inspire people, inspire people. So if you're hurt, you cannot inspire. If you're inspired, you can't hurt. So you see where I'm getting at? So essentially you're saying that black music is indeed toxic. So I would never label it as black music as being bad. I would never say that. We have artists that do inspire. You know, Kendrick Lamar inspires. J. Cole inspires. A boogie with the hoodie, he even inspires. There's a lot of people that inspire, man. J.I.D. inspires. Creative as hell. There's a lot of inspiration. Black is so creative. Black is so inspirational. Black can put on some fucking entertainment for sure. But that's the thing as well. We can put on entertainment. Some of us can turn it off. Some of us can't. And how does this happen? How does it affect one? but not the other. Well, I believe that environment plays a big role in this. So there's a lot of white people that listen to black music, black toxic music, and they don't feel the effects of the toxicity. Why? Well, because when they walk out of their front door, they see a vastly different scenario than what the others see. So people in the hood, they might literally see drive-bys every other day. So when they hear it in a song, it hits home. You know, I actually live this. I hear this. I see this every day versus the ignorance of the struggles. It's different when you don't know. It's different when you don't understand. It's just entertainment. So I think environment plays a big role as to why this person is not affected versus this person being affected. I could definitely understand that theory. I believe environment plays a huge role in every factor. How does music as a whole relate to society from your perspective. So if you just look at the overall evolution of music, it's changed generation to generation to generation, right? Every generation has a different sound. Every generation has a different feel. And I think we can collectively agree that this is the fakest generation of all generations. Music used to be a form of therapy. It used to be authentic. It used to be poetry. Now, it's just entertainment creating anxiety. It's just a bunch of fake bars meant to sound good, 
on a nice beat and we embrace whatever is said on that beat that's bullshit what makes it bullshit it goes back to the hurt people hurt people inspire inspire right so again it feels like we promote the wrong people and wonder where things went wrong Again, we have a bunch of hurt trying to inspire through music. That'll never work. Now, a lot of people are biblical, but they won't acknowledge this, which I'm more spiritual than religious. I'm not Christian. However, I do believe in God. I definitely don't want to get that confused, but I understand Christian is popular and it's popular to be Christian. So in the Bible, it said that Satan was the angel of music. And this is where he does a lot of his work in today's society through music. So again, this goes to acknowledging those cones in the road, acknowledging those things that we might need to fix in order to become better. And there's also a couple things that I kind of want to talk about revolving music and some things that I just can't quite wrap my head around. As in what specifically? Besides the bad lyrics that I do hear in this generation, I feel like this generation really likes production and the producer more than the artist. Yet the artist gets total credit for the bullshit bars that they lay on the track. Most people is bobbing their heads before the lyrics even start. So in other words, it doesn't matter what's being said on the beat. The producer captivated you. Give more respect to the producers because they created the sound. But I can't agree that production in this generation is bonkers. I mean, technology has increased, which makes it bonkers, but it is bonkers. It's crazy. It's crazy good. Why do you believe that they should give more credit to the producer and not the artist? There has been a lot of research and a lot of surveys that basically said that this generation would rather future over Jay-Z. Now, as much as I understand, and I understand because they're listening for sound, they're not listening for content, but as much as I understand, what they're talking about that theory is bonkers because we're looking at a guy who is inspiring versus a guy who is hurting i'll let you be the judge of who's doing what are you stating that you do not like teacher that's not what i'm saying i like his music i think he makes great music but i understand his music is toxic his music is a poor diet if I was to listen to Future every single day, that's equivalent to me eating McDonald's every single day. So I'm not saying his music is bad. I like McDonald's, right? I like McDoubles and large fries. I like that shit. But too much of it is unhealthy. Too much killing music is unhealthy, especially if you can't turn the shit off, especially if that's your environment. Because then you start feeding into that shit and then you look up and that's just who you are. And trust me, a lot of people condition themselves why would people condition themselves in an unlikely manner? Well, again, my community is brought up thinking survive. So that goes for the suburbs and the hoods. They're not meant to collab. At least that's what they're told. So even in the instance where one is born in the suburb and has all the things given to them, two-parent household, money, all these things that they're not struggling for, I feel like they look at their situation and say, well, shit, this was easy to survive in. Nobody's going to believe I'm tough. So now I have to make it seem like my life was not this easy. And this is where Cap came into play. And now in this generation, you have people compensating for the things that they didn't have. As if they didn't have those things. 
all just to make it seem like they're from someplace they're not or they're doing something they're not doing. Clout, fake, inauthenticity is a disease. We gotta stop that shit. Why do you believe it's so prevalent in this era? Well, the era of technology made it easy to cap. Super easy to lie. Super easy to make it seem like something when it's really not. And this generation, they want things today, tomorrow, right now. So they're willing to fake these things to speed up the process. And again, this generation allows it because it's hard to tell what's real and what's fake, especially through social media. So you have social media rappers, you have social media influencers, you have social media podcasters. I mean, everybody has something, but not everybody's doing it for the right intentions and not everybody's doing it for the right things. A lot of people place money over morals. And I think this is why you continue to see people create this type of art because it does sell. And the world does obviously buy this type of music. Yetix, Little Pump made millions off of Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. Hmm, must have been some game. <laughs> yeah, sure. What's your thoughts on all of the um, rats in the rap game? I feel like this is obvious. I felt like we was promoting these people based off of this image that we thought they were. And again, they just weren't. They faked it to get this dollar. They put money over morals. They got far in their career based off of inauthenticity. And when shit happened, they went to fold. I think it's easy, man. I think 6ix9ine, again, when he came in, he was this, he was that. When shit happened, he was not. I can't blame them for beating the system and for tricking a lot of people. I blame the humans. I blame the population that made it famous. I blame the population that gave it attention. And I credit this young person for working. I'm not mad at 6 9 for what he did. Fuck it, I'll say it. He tricked you. Maybe if you promote the right people, we wouldn't have to deal with trolls. And unfortunately, we like to look at entertainers as community leaders, which I heavily disagree with, but this is a fact. We look at our entertainers as leaders. And not only do we look at these people as leaders, but we look at these people to jumpstart our culture. Say what's in and what's out, what's cool versus what's lame. How is Future a community leader? How is NBA Youngboy a community leader? The most popular kid in school wasn't always the brightest. So better watch who you follow. I feel like if anything, we can place the right people with the proper principles and morals. Like at least let it be, I don't know, Jay-Z, J. Cole, Kendrick, I don't know, somebody with a compass, somebody with a heart, somebody with their mind intact, somebody that's healed. I don't think I'm being too far-fetched by saying NBA is probably not the best person to inspire our youth. I love Brent Faye's album. Probably not who I should be taking relationship advice from. So, Duck, what's your call of action? As the consumers, make sure you're consuming a healthy diet. Make sure you're not listening to just bullshit all day, every day. Again, that can lead to anxiety and depression. Make sure you have a healthy diet of music. Make sure you have a healthy diet of podcasts. Make sure you have a healthy diet of TV. 
Netflix show, movies, whatever. Make sure your environment is toxic free. Again, too much McDonald's is bad for the health. You might need you some veggies, bro. My veggies is old school and blues. You might have to figure out what your veggies are. And as the producers, I understand art is everywhere. I understand entertainment is everywhere. But let's try not to harm the community. Let's try to create things that uphold and build and help so we can collaborate and love. Let's try not to tear down each other. I think we've been there, done that. It's time to rebuild. It's time for new heights. So Yetix, that's pretty much all for this session. I just wanted to talk about music and get my point across. Very well, Duck. I will see you next time. I always look forward to it. Take care. Illuminate. Illuminate and set your city on fire You could be the number one supplier Of info, only you got potential So illuminate, illuminate Illuminate and set your city on fire Yeah from a city where success was home to Greenwood In 1910, black men could make enough ends right. They made enough to feed the neighborhood really? Two wrongs didn't make a right back then So the neighbor's good really? Pockets fat, man, so ain't nobody robbing Damn. Until that race ride, a rich black hood could stay quiet yeah. Eleven years later, war was complete Now obsolete, the last you'll ever hear of a black Wall Street Yup I'm from a city where they claimed a rapper couldn't make it what? But I will be someone who all the people can't relate with uh -huh. Someone a father could let their daughter go on a date with Whoa. And he don't say shit, right. but still he get the message Ooh. After a while my intention to play foul is something he can't equate uh -huh. Some things are just innate yeah. Nevertheless, it's nothing worse though Than when your daughter decides to take it personal Like a late hit, so Illuminate, illuminate Illuminate and set your city on fire Illuminate, illuminate Illuminate and set your city on fire You could be the number one supplier Of info, only you got potential So illuminate, illuminate Illuminate and set your city on fire Wait a minute.